we know that when we don't know uh, how to deal with the struggles that all of us deal with at one time or another in our life, we can always open up uh, Jeremiah at through, through 33 and 3. The Lord says, call to me and I will answer. Call to me and I will answer. Call to who? Call to Father God. Call to Yahweh. Yahweh, the most important and most powerful name in the Bible. So how does he speak to us? He speaks to us through the glory of his creation. Just look around. Everything that God has uh, created is, is, the, is his glory. And he speaks through us through everything that he has created here on earth. He speaks to us through his Holy Spirit. He speaks to us through his uh, through our dreams and and visions that we may have and our thoughts and and events that we may have gone through and circumstances and the people that God put in our life. Most certainly he speaks through them. So how does God see us? Well, when he looks at us, he sees you in Christ. And he sees the blood that he has shed for you and I. The blood that was shared by our soul keeper, our, his son, Jesus the Christ. When God looks at us today, he sees his son through his love and his kindness and his forgiveness and his blessings and his favor. If you don't know him, you can dial him up when you let your fingers walk through the Constitution of the Bible. Matthews 11, 28 and 30. Come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. And then you take the Roman road journey to a Roman 10 and 9 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and shall believe in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved and here is what is in Romans 14 and 13 therefore let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother. And this is um, the meaning of Genesis 4 and 10. The first murder, which was Cain and Abel. Cain murdered Abel. Begins to reveal God's principle of both, both justice and mercy. Blood spilled and unjust death cries out to be avenged for wrong to be made right. God will take responsibility for executing that justice as well as for making a way for someone 
amount of mercy to be shown to anyone. Galatians 5 and 15 tells us not to bite or devour each other. Watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. I say by the spirit. Uh, so I say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. Galatians 5 and 13. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgement, but through love become slaves to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Now, we do know that in Genesis 7 and 9, we see the great flood and, the, and God's promise to Noah that was sealed with a rainbow. We learn about Noah's family and we see changes in a way the world uh, post-flood. Now, we know that that was God's covenant never to bring a flood again on the earth. That was the covenant that he made during Noah's time. We all have the responsibility to uphold our constitution and a responsibility because he created us to serve and obey. Now, whether we recognize him as God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, Again, if you don't know him, get to know him. Come unto me, all ye. And God says he is our keeper. And he will keep you if you want to be kept. Are you my brother's keeper? And with that, we are precious and honored. In God's eyes, Isaiah 43 and 4. Am I my brother's keeper? The Bible tells us in Hebrews 13 and 17, For they that watches must give an account. The Bible read in Proverbs 29 and 2 says, When the righteous flourish, the people rejoice. But when the wicked rule, the people groan, am I my brother's keeper? There is a way that seemeth right, Proverbs 14 and 12. There is a way that seemeth right, but the end leads to destruction. Isaiah 55, 8 through 9, God says, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither my ways your ways as high as heaven is above the earth so are my thoughts above yours and my ways therefore we all must look to a greater source psalms 121 and 1 i will lift up my eyes unto the hills where my help comes from my help comes from the lord 
the maker of heaven and earth. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither sleep or slumber. I said, he who watches over Israel neither slumber nor sleep. I am my brother's keeper, said the Lord. So are you watching after your brother man? When we look at Genesis 5 and 4, out of the selfishness and jealousy, Cain uh, lifted up his heels and slew his brother, Abel. The Lord inquired of Cain, where is your brother? Cain arrogantly replies with a question, am I my brother's keeper? It is a natural thing to be our brother's keeper. But Cain did not feel that he was responsible. Yet God always has something different in mind. How am I responsible? You are accounted to God. Receive instructions from God how best you can help mankind. The Bible says in Hebrew 12 and 1, Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great cloud of witnesses, we have the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We have Adam and Eve, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We have Moses and Noah and Daniel. We have angels. We have our mother and father. We have our founders and framers. We have public safety, doctors and nurses, pastors and ministers, preachers and teachers, prophets and evangelists, apostles, brothers and sisters, and on and on and on. So many, so many witnesses that we can lay aside the every weight, every weight that so easily beset us, and we can run the race with patience. We can look to Jesus, uh, the founder and perfecter of our faith. I am my brother's keeper, said the Lord. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, you are. This is the identifying example. You are earmarked to be just that. Accountable to God. Accountable for the well-being of one another. Falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I ever done falling in love with Jesus falling in love with Jesus falling in love with Jesus was the best thing I've ever done